What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Hey, What You Watching, the weekly podcast where Marcelo Pico and I discuss the films we've been watching. Welcome to episode 65, Podcast and the Furious. My name's Matt Curione, and with me as usual is... Hey, it's your co-host, Marcelo Pico. How you doing, Matt? Uh, all things considered, I'm doing quite well. Yes, yes. Uh, things what, are good. What, I'm not it, in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. What a wonderful uh, time it is tonight. Uh, but yeah, it, it's funny how... To be alive. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, that, that's your catchphrase. But uh, no, um, uh, in episode 64... Uh, if you if that was the first time you listened to us, uh, first off, I'm sorry. Um, not yes. not not the best one to start with because. Well, I mean, no, the, the episode itself was great. No, the, the episode intro itself was. Yeah, uh, the episode could have been a lot strong. I mean, the, no, the episode is strong, but the intro could have been a lot stronger. Yes, um, I'm sorry, I was very short with you, Marcelo, but <laughs> I uh, you were I li- was on a quick two minute cigarette break, and two tables had walked in while I was. Uh, Doing that. You were literally so cool. short. We had to we had to record a new intro, and Matt's like, "Hey, I can do it during my break." I go, "Okay, fine." I would have preferred like maybe two more minutes, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a waiter, Marcelo. I don't get breaks. I get like here's like two minutes when you have a chance to like smoke down a cigarette in like thirty seconds. But for what it was, uh, go back and listen to it. Uh, those two. It's minutes. great. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a nice, fun, hot mess. But yeah, the, the episode was fun. Manish was a great guest. Yes, a very good episode. He's he's great peoples. Yes, uh, we we. I mean, for those again, I always say, I, I, for those listening, like when they when these come out, yeah, we skip two episodes. Don't worry, we'll 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 put those out later. Because like I'm yeah. at, I I I want these uh, rather than like you know dump them out, you know five at a time. Which might we will have, use them. We will use them when we need some time off. Exactly. Yeah. So I'd rather have these out, these newer ones, out sooner than later, rather than like yeah. build up, you know, old ones. Uh, but hey, look forward to in the future one of those episodes is us just completely drunk and telling drunk stories. So that's that, a thing. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Uh, and, and I think that and yeah, that episode was also where we thought up of uh, the pyramid game, which we now have. We still haven't worked on a name for that. No, so it's just it's just a uh, hey cast pyramid. I think that's that's okay, what that's what that's it is fine. now. Uh, but uh, yeah, but Dick Clark is dead. I don't think he's coming after <laughs> Dick us. Dick Clark is dead. Uh, but how are you doing? You doing pretty good. You doing good, Matt? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, today was good. Uh, this past weekend was a uh, nightmarish hellhole. But other than that, yeah, I'm doing great. You had the worst weekend, which we don't have to talk about. Wait, I mean, it's it's fine. You, if if you if you follow me on Twitter, you you know that. Um, yeah. It it was it's, bad. It, it was it was it was a weekend, and I had a strange weekend where I only slept for like five hours. Uh, Damn, over the son! Of two days. Uh, it was odd. <laughs> Uh, but hey, uh, let's. It, things are going to get better, right? <laughs> uh, well, that's what they. That's what they tell me. Uh, they, they always say it gets better. So we're recording this right before Easter. I'm predicting that my Easter weekend will be insane. Uh, I, uh, I I have to go visit my my family. I have to do taxes. I haven't done taxes yet. I'm I'm a I'm an idiot. Um, eggs and there's eggs and there's eggs. eggs. Uh, I have to see Fast Eight. I have to see Mr. Science Theater. Uh, so, yeah, there's too much going on this weekend. I am going to die. And I have many school assignments <laughs> to do, which should be priority for me. But anyway. Send them over. I'll write them for you. <laughs> Please. Um, uh, <laughs> let's move on. Hey, uh, that was great catching up with you, Matt. Um, how about this? What are we in store for for this episode? Oh, you want to take a stroll down to Matt's Riddle Corner, where I give cryptic clues about what films we'll be discussing? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Anyway, we're going to talk about some fast cars and some even faster people in those cars because speed is relative to how you're you're in the car. Anyway, yeah. uh, and then we're going to yes, and then some uh teenage superheroes are going to sign a deadly contract, I think. I haven't seen it yet. It looks pretty decent. Uh and then we're going to steal some Death Star plants. And then Scarlett Johansson is going to take us on a trip to a shell somewhere. And then we're, uh, I'll just say we're going to hang out with David Lynch for a little bit. For a tiny bit. Um, uh, usually we have the schedule up where I can see it, but uh, you, you're leading you're leading the ship this this week. I thought I put it in the I put it in the chat box. Uh, it's in the I, chat box. I don't, I don't see it. I either. never hit enter. Oh. I never hit enter. <laughs> <laughs> Again, how the sausage is made. Uh, Matt always types up a schedule and puts it in Skype, but he forgot to uh, Jesus Christ put it in there. Uh, it's fine. I can see it now. We're good. Cool. So with that, uh, I'm glad. Okay. We have our ducks in a row. Uh, now let's move on to the next segment in which we introduce our guest this week. Who is it, Matt? Okay. All right. Our guest this week, uh, he's someone that I've actually wanted to have on the show for quite a bit. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. He's a great guy. Also an even better writer. Uh, you can find him over at lenarartour.net. It is Terrence Johnson. How are you, sir? Hi. I'm doing well. That was a nice intro. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Well, Matt's been doing them for how long, Matt? Maybe like 60 episodes, so... Yeah, this is uh, in it for the long haul, my friend. <laughs> when are we going to yeah. end, Matt? Are we going to end at, Never. at 100? Is that the, be the Never. final one? When uh, we reach our final form, is when we're going to end. <laughs> this could be the end. Uh, I mean, Terrence, you may be our last guest. Uh, we'll oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how things hopefully turn not. out. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, not. Terrence, thanks for coming on. Um, any friend of Matt's is a friend of mine. Uh, and hey, you know, I think it's per- it's a perfect time, Matt, to get to know the guest even more. Yes, uh, welcome to that other segment I like to call Get to Know Ya, where we get to know our guests to make sure they're a real human being and not some robot sent from the future. <laughs> okay, I, I, okay, I ask this of every guest. Um, what is the first film you remember seeing in a theater? Oh, wow. Um, Titanic. Oh, nice. I think I saw that maybe six times in its original run. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I saw a movie earlier than that, but that is probably my earliest film-going memory was Titanic and my parents um, covering my eyes during the sex scene. Oh, of course. <laughs> but not not when people were, like, hitting propellers. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I had dying. a... <laughs> When I was a yeah. kid, I had a similar experience watching uh, the first Terminator. Uh, all the violence was fine, but during that sex scene, my mom would fast forward. She's like, no, you can't see that. No. Yeah. You can watch him shoot up a police station and murder hundreds <laughs> of people. That's totally fine, but uh, Sarah Connor's boobs? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think the second or third time I saw it uh, was in... Uh I forget. It was a discount theater, I think, at that point. Okay. And well, I was seeing it with my cousins, uh, who were like the same age as me, and I went to go get a pickle. And a what? What? A at a movie theater? Yeah. They don't have pickles at movie theaters where you are, Matt? No. They huh. have, like, Not anywhere I'm at, either. <laughs> they have, like, you know, popcorn and nachos and maybe some pretzel bites. So for new listeners, Matt is from New Jersey. Where are you from, Terrence? Uh, I'm originally from the Bay Area. Okay, so no Francisco Bay Area. No pickles yeah. over there. There's pickles in no. theaters here in Texas. That's for the sure. Fuck. 
I, I like, so Texan. Yeah, oh, I guess so. I this is actually a revelation for me. I had no idea that this was just a Texas thing. Apparently, <laughs> I can't wrap my head around this. It, at every theater I've ever been to, there's a pickle. They just they, they just is. have like a, they just have like a pickle jar on the on the counter, and you're Some like, oh, take a pickle. Some of them do, yeah. Uh, yeah. What is this life? <laughs> this is shocking to me. Anyway, my the story the, shocking to you shock, that yeah. that you guys don't have pickles in in your movie theaters. What no, why would people? we? Because they're, they're a snack. They're a nice, delicious. Snack. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Disgusting. You guys they're are gross. disgusting. You two are disgusting people. Right? I don't know. Pickles how, are gross. How, I don't know how I'm going to continue this podcast with two people who do not do not like pickles. <laughs> can't do this uh, anyway, <laughs> okay go on with your pickle story please nothing is going to top this uh, because uh, I mean, what I just said because like okay I, I walked in <laughs> and my cousins were making fun of me because I, I bought a pickle right during the sex scene so but no <laughs> okay, guys pickles are good they're great I they're, no. yes they are this is I prefer Dave. pickles I prefer pickles in their earlier form when they're called cucumbers. They're fine. Cucumbers are great too. I have nothing against yeah, cucumbers. Yeah, they're nice. They're yeah. nice and crispy and good for you. Pickles are nice and sour. And, yep. Awful. And fantastic. So. <laughs> and all, all sorts of terrible. Yeah, those. Yeah. Uh, fine. Okay, whatever. Uh, let me ask you a question, Terrence. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of pickle? Yeah, what kind of pickle do you like? Do you like those like uh, sweet relish pickles? Those are disgusting. The sweet pickles are a travesty. All right, okay. Please ask a real question. Sour pickles are where it's at. I don't want to hear anything else. Dill pickles, oh sour dill. It's fine. Sweet pickles, no, that's, no, that no, no. Horrible. Anyway, the pickle cast. Uh, I wish I'm going to spin them off. I have 20 other podcast mats. Don't don't you provoke me. I'll make the pickle cast. I will. I'll go through oh every god. type of pickle there is. <laughs> oh god. Um Terrence, well <laughs> how about this? This is a great segue. What kind of snacks do you like while watching a movie? Um that's a good it, I should tell a, a mini story about how I had movie theater popcorn for the first time in like 10 years like 2 weeks ago and at Oh, I remember die. this. <laughs> because it was so gross. <laughs> um, so definitely not movie theater popcorn. Um, I love Bunch of Crunch. It's like the Crunch Bar, but in oh yeah, it's awesome. D thing size. Uh, yeah, yeah. And nachos are always great, even though they're salty as hell. Um, and a white cherry icy. That's like, anytime I go to a movie theater that has white cherry icies, I, I know I'm in a happy place. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that does sound good. I recently I've been trying to cut sugar out of my diet, but I used to just be totally into those ices at at uh, movie theaters. Like that, oh, they're the best. Yeah, they're good. The, whatever flavor the blue is, I love that. Um, I think it's just blue. I don't think it's a flavor. Like <laughs> it's probably blueberry. Probably yeah, blueberry. probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Matt? <laughs> um, hmm. I like getting the pretzels. Pretzel bites are yeah, good. Pretzels are good. Yeah. Uh, I pr- I like uh, the chicken fingers are good. That's fun. Chicken fingers. Oh hell yeah! You get like a basket of chicken fingers and fries for like forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, but no, and I also like that uh, the theaters I go to they started having those um, make your own drink machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the like so the Coke I, machines. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I get it's it's like I get a high C that's um, orange and vanilla, so it tastes like a creamsicle. Okay, yeah. And it's it's the most wonderful drink ever, and I get like a, a bucket of that and. 
I'm good to go. And somehow I don't have to leave the theater five times to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's fun. As for me, pickles. Okay, let's move on. Oh my god, you're gross. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. Like I, I don't get them that often. I do like them, though. Let's move on from pickles. Let's forget that happened. I, okay. I usually, like, if I'm at the draft house, the Elmo draft house, I usually get a pretzel there. Uh, or this this thing called loaded fries, which is just like fries and cheese and some other great stuff on it. Oh, uh, nice! Some bacon bits, I think, too. Some real bacon, you know, not not bacon bits, but you know. The chips I had when I was at the at the draft house that one time were delicious, and oh, yeah, I got yeah. them on your recommendation. <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. the queso there is spectacular. But if I go to like a regular movie theater, I usually get uh, like those little Butterfinger mini things, Butterfinger little, BBs. Yeah, those things. Um, yeah, I I used to get sweet tarts, but I don't know, I've okay, kind of, I've kind of grown out of those. But yeah, uh, Butterfinger thingies, or sometimes I get the ice cream, like the little ice cream in a no, not ice cream. Oh, okay. The the the, the lemonade. I don't know if you guys have this at your theater. The the little uh, yes. cup of like lemonade. Something. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, that's like frozen <laughs> frozen lemonade. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's that, that was an, uh, so we we saved that segment. You know, we veered away from the pickles. That was good. Yeah, yes, was thank God. <laughs> I think we've gotten to known Terrence Matt. He has been gotten to known. Fantastic. Still gotta, I got to work on that sentence. It still doesn't. I mean, I mean, it's funny, but I just, I, it's not proper English. By episode one hundred, I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah. Oh, God willing. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get to the show meat. itself. Yes, the meat. The, the sandwich bits. What's what's on deck? Uh, I know what's on deck. Cars. Fast cars. Yes. Fast cars. Cars uh, by Pixar. No, yes. <laughs> let's, 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 let's talk uh, Cars 1 and 2, the duology, before the third one comes out. Please, let's not. Uh, let's talk about uh, the, the Diesel Man. Vin Diesel. You know, that giant that giant Dungeons & Dragons nerd that's in like action movies now. <laughs> Fast and Furious. I saw all of, well, up to seven. I, I haven't Damn. seen eight yet. Uh, I, I'm seeing it hopefully tomorrow night. We'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going on Saturday. Yeah, but I rewatched all seven. Oof. Wow. Uh, and I love these things so much. <laughs> these are... <laughs> this, okay, so I, uh, I was thinking about it when I was watching them. I'm like, okay, so 2009 me would make fun of 2017 me because, oh my, my, my goodness, yes, 2009 me like hated these things. Like I watched Fast and Furious, which is the fourth one. Oh, uh, back I hear, in I hear it's not good. 2009, it is the worst one, and I saw it like on HBO that year. That and is the false it, truth. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, we can break it down in a bit, but like, yes, <laughs> uh, we will. But no, like, I was like, this, this series makes no sense. At that point, I've, I had only seen like one, two, and four. I, I didn't see three. Uh, okay. I haven't seen three yet at that point in 2009. And I was like, no way is this going to get any better. This is a trash series. And then Fast Five came out, and I was like, okay. I am, I am on board. And then by f- by the sixth one, I rewatched you know all of them and you know watched three for the first time, and I was like, okay, this this is actually a series I can get behind. And then six, this is working for you. Six and seven came out. When six before six came out, I rewatched you know the first five, and I was like, wow, like these together 
are actually pretty great. Even even four, you know, I consider it the worst one. If you put it in the series, like it 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 works. It, they all work together. It's strange, hmm. strangely enough. I, like even the yeah, like, none of them to me are like terrible. You know, I think the fourth one is the worst one, but I could still watch it because it, it has you know characters I like. It has actually. Yeah. Uh, story points that are important for like uh, Furious Six and Seven for the mythology. Yeah, for the mythology. Uh, so yeah, so that you know, this week when I rewatched all of them again, I was like, I I like this series. I think even more. It works so well. I, 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 it's it's a and I, I'm sure. Yeah, I will be writing about this on the website. Uh, at least like two more articles on Fast and Furious. Um, but just know that I love this franchise. I do. Um, it's <laughs> five, six, and seven. I like even more now after rewatching them. The action cool. scenes in those are tremendous. Like they are, they're ridiculous. But it's so self-aware. And but aren't they supposed to be? They, oh yeah. It, yeah. Okay. You have characters, you know, commenting on like this is some. Crazy ass shit. There's isn't in part seven. That's the one where they parachute in their cars, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, on like a mountainside. There's there's a point in like Furious <laughs> Six. Okay, uh, it's the it's the bridge scene where the tank is like you know destroying cars. Sure, uh, I haven't seen it. Go well, on. okay, Matt, you have to correct this right away. But no, it's it's a scene, and this is not spoiling anything because this is this is like legend now but there's the there's the scene or there's, a, there's a portion where uh, Vin Diesel saves Michelle Rodriguez uh, her character uh, he dives from his car he's like in a different lane like across the bridge he dives from his car as she's like <laughs> falling you know uh, you know off, off a tank he grabs her in midair and they both land on a car like 20 feet away um, I did not do it justice in the description because it is insane. At that point, I'm like, okay, if you're you not just posted the YouTube clip, if you're if you're not on board with the series at this point, when they're the when Vin Diesel's actually flying through the air like a <laughs> like a goddamn superhero, then this series is not for you because that that was it. I was like, okay, I'm on board for this ridiculousness. So yes, um, and like I said, like the past entries. Yeah, if you watch, if you're a fan of five, six, seven, and you go back and watch like the first, you know, four, then you'll get something out of it. You'll actually yeah. appreciate the story in five, six, and seven more. So that's, I wish more franchises did this rather than just discard, you know, entries in their in their yeah. series, like Alien, for example. Uh, you know, if I mean, let's not get on that topic because <laughs> uh, Neil Blomkamp's plan to kind of disregard three and four. I'm like, why? How even, about no? No, why? I mean, why? Why? Why even do that? Like, why? Not? Blomkamp must be stopped. Why what, not? 2017. Yeah, that was the plan, just to erase Alien three and four for sure from uh, from the saga. And like, well, and then Ridley, and then Ridley Scott came in and was like, No, you don't. I'm going to make <laughs> Alien Covenant movies for the rest of my life. <laughs> He's like, I will do anything I can for you to not do that. <laughs> so he was going to make Alien Days of Future Past. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So yep. yeah, I, I think uh, Chris Morgan, who's like the screenwriter of like the last few uh, Fast and Furious movies, he's actually smart in that he takes each and every entry uh, into account when writing the new ones. So yeah, there's yeah. like a whole mythos and lore to this thing, right? And yeah. I know you hate lore, but I, I don't consider this lore when I don't know. It, 
I don't know. I don't know. If you have a character like The Rock in Part 7 that flexes to remove his cast, <laughs> oh my you, gosh. you have lore. I'll, okay, fine. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll go. I'll, let me just go on record as saying I've only seen the seventh one. Fine, oh. Matt. Okay. You haven't even seen the humble beginnings. This no. is totally different from where yeah. it was at the start. Yeah, I've only seen the seventh one. Uh, Carlo dragged it to me, dragged me to it, and I was like, oh, I don't want to see it. It's going to be stupid. And I left that theater with the biggest grin on my face. I had so much fun. Uh, they are superheroes. I mean. Doesn't Vin Diesel like stomp on the ground and then like yes. a building collapses? Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that happens. Uh, like I said, the Rock flexes and his cast comes off. He's like, "Daddy's got to go to work." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. Daddy, go go to work." Uh, <laughs> again, um, again, it's 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 amazing because in five you could you could see. Well, you haven't seen it yet, but but because that's what I'm most interested. in. I'm most interested in the ones that have the rock in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, start at five. Uh, like that one, like has a great like '80s action feel. It, it it is for the most part grounded in realism for the most part. Okay, yeah. but then Maybe? yeah, but then six, seven, forget it. Just it's it the the, uh, yeah. the rules of gravity and reality are thrown out the window. As Warren Beatty says, the rules don't apply. <laughs> anyway, uh, Terrence, what are your thoughts on this? What I consider to be an amazing series. <laughs> um, I have been there since day one, so I've seen all of the movies. I generally don't acknowledge the third one. Because to me, it is unequivocally the worst <laughs> uh, for all of them. Um, but yeah, I just, it's fascinating to see that it went from, you know, a story about an undercover, like, FBI agent in drag racing to now, like, they're fighting submarines on the ice. <laughs> like, that is not the trajectory I expected for the franchise. Not at no, all. not at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't think anyone expected this to even be a franchise. Yeah, what I will give them credit for is after the third movie, and you know they were thinking about doing the fourth, bringing people back. That was the smartest decision they ever made. Yeah, yeah, was getting the originals back. Um, Absolutely, because yeah. they make the series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they uh, again. It's it, it's it's all credit to well, it's Chris Morgan, the screenwriter, and uh, Justin Lin, right, the the director of three, yeah. four, five and six uh who essentially just uh made this series you know one of the biggest series now like ever like didn't the last one make like a 1.5 billion dollars it was some ridiculous number for that yeah so i mean hey good for james wan though yeah yeah james wan came in for seven and he's like hey i'm here let's let's do this thing and yeah he (laughs) now he's doing he he knocked it out of the park yeah starring dolph lundgren Oh yeah, that that news hit today. That's that's awesome. That's my craziness. But but no, I I I, yeah, I am a huge fan. And oh, you know, Terrence, you say the third one is the worst. Like I I, mm-hmm. I think I think what saves it for me, it is ridiculous. That's who is it? Who who's the main guy in that? Uh, Lucas something? Is it Lucas Haas? No, that's not him. No, that's uh, the guy from that's the guy from Manchester. You're thinking of? No, yeah. Um, whatever. Who, I completely blacked it out. I yeah, whoever that lead actor is, he's supposed to be playing like a 17 year old, and he looks 30. Um, so that's one level of ridiculousness. That's um, Hollywood for you. And it's it's. I think it's a decent, you know, you know, fl- f- uh, fish out of water story. He goes to Tokyo, learns how to drift. Um, but what makes it for me that movie is Han, the the parents of Han, and and we all know how that turned out. Um, yeah. Do do we? Yeah. Well, you don't. Well, that's why well, I, I don't. don't. <laughs> 
that's why I just left it as is. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Although oh, you I know. It. Actually, I, I know what happens. I know what happens like, because that, they mentioned that in part seven. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it's like a weird. You were talking about, you know, Blomkamp trying to erase, you know, Alien. This series, like, timeline-wise, don't four, five, and six um, take place, like, before three? Yeah, yeah like, the continuity's all over the place. That's it's, what uh, Carlo was telling me. But it's, it's, but it's, it, but it it's works. weird, but it, well, yeah, but it works. Yeah. It, it, it's perfectly built. Like, it is to me, because I had, I could have never thought that... Like they make like, you know, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, like the 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 linchpin of the whole series. Like, <laughs> like that's like where time, you know, begins and ends is right there. <laughs> you know, that's, that's that's why. Like, I had to go back and rewatch these movies just to know what exactly was going on. Like, time wise, I go, oh, okay. Like Han, you know, met you know, you know, Dom, you know, the, before Tokyo Drift, but then they were still together. You know, whatever. It's Someone needs to draw it out. Like it's <laughs> and yeah, it works. It's a, it works for me. The whole timeline. I think, I, th- I think an illustrated timeline of this would like make my head spin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh man, uh, I can't wait for the for the eighth one. I'm seeing it. I think I said earlier. I see it, I'm seeing it tomorrow. Um, I've heard good and bad things, but I'm confident that I will enjoy the hell out of it. So that's where I'm going to come from. Uh, I know Matt. Matt, you need to go back. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those that like picks and chooses. Like, oh, you should see like five and six. You should see the whole thing. See yes, the I know. It's, it's it's gonna happen. Thing. I want you to sit down. Uh, don't do it. Even though like two years ago I did it over a day, and that was the most fun Oof. ever. Oh, oh, let me let me quickly share this story. I can't re- remember if we were recording uh, two years ago when the last one came out. Or it came out two years ago, whatever, whatever it came out. But I watched um, the, you know, the 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 six of them right before seven was coming out. And this was maybe two weeks yeah. before seven came out. Yeah, because you're crazy. Watched them all in one day with my best friend, who also loves Damn. the series. It was amazing. And then, like the next day, uh, they announced that they're premiering, you know, Fast Seven uh, at South by Southwest. Yes, yes. And I was like, holy shit. And I managed to get a ticket, and I saw it <laughs> right nice. there at the world premiere at South by Southwest. So I saw, like, all seven in, like over the course of two days, and I saw seven. Wow. With the best audience, like, in the world, and Tyrese, like, was there. And also, who, I forget who else was there. I just remember Tyrese being Tyrese. But, no, I mean, I'm going to forever love this series. It's going to take something really big to, you know, make me hate one of these movies, I bet. So, that's why I'm like, you know, uh, whatever cri- whatever criticism you may throw at 8, uh, I don't know. Well, you know there's going to be another one, so it's fine. Yeah, so it, it'll be fine. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and then I'll talk 8 next week on the next episode. And I promise that cool. we'll talk as Cool, and much. so will I. <laughs> but you must you must find time, Matt, to, to watch the previous ones. I'm not going to do it all in a day, but I will watch them. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, so that's enough fast for now. Uh, <laughs> we're good. So what's what's next on the docket? All right, next up, uh, Terrence, you watched the new uh, DC animated movie, uh, Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. I did. Uh, tell us about this. Um, so I missed it when I went to WonderCon, which kind of bummed me out, but then it was like, oh, it was just, you know, right there on iTunes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, the Judas contract is apparently a very popular Teen Titans storyline. I've um, heard of it. The comics, where one, I don't know how into this I want to get, but basically <laughs> the Teen Titans partners with Deathstroke mm-hmm. to help B- Blood Brother try and trap the Teen Titans, grab all their powers, and become super immortal. Like, he's already immortal, but he now wants to be, like, even more powerful. Than it's like, hey, I'm immortal, but why not more? Yeah, and so that happens, and they get betrayed, and they have to find their way sort of out of it. It was an interesting movie because I, I also watched Justice League Dark a little earlier this year. I've um, seen that. In the DC animated movies are in, like, a weird, nebulous place of, like, they're adults, but they're for kids. Yeah. And in this movie, the tone of it was really, really strange. So you have, like, the person who's working with Deathstroke is, like, a teen titan, but also at some point tries to seduce him. And Death okay. is like eighty bajillion years old. Yes, <laughs> it's, really, it's really really gross. And, <laughs> and there's these there's weird there's sort of weird sexual jokes throughout, particularly Nightwing um, and his girlfriend uh, that were funny. But it's like, who isn't this for kids? <laughs> I don't I don't know who this is is for, and, and it gets pretty. Pretty violent, I guess, for an animated movie where you see Blood Brother literally bathing in blood. Oh, um, nice. Which is always fun, you know. A t- regular Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> but it is interesting to see them sort of... I like that with these sort of animated movies that they put out, they get to play with the different teams, you know. Yeah. Um, delve into some of the mythos. Like, you probably could only do the Judas Contract in an animated film like this. I couldn't really see that working, um, like... It was like a live-action thing. Yeah, like on a live-action, or even just on a regular TV show. Yeah. Uh, you know, I couldn't... Yeah, I definitely couldn't see them trying to do the whole Deathstroke angle. Yeah, that was really gross. I just... <laughs> I did not... It was one thing, because he had saved her from some villagers. Um, okay. And so they formed, like, this connection, and he I was like I get Deathstroke like manipulating this little girl into thinking certain things but I was just like ew it's so gross to watch Um, it's like hey don't do that yeah but it was only 90 minutes so it was a fun watch it was cool to see Damian Wayne um so Batman's son oh hell yeah and and Nightwing sort of in the same space and seeing how I really enjoyed the character interactions of seeing how all these different people um, on this young team um, sort of came together to try to solve issues. I'm a big fan of Young Justice. Uh, okay, yeah, I've seen a few episodes of that. I A few? What, you yeah, to, ju- yeah, I know, just a few. Plus the, whole, the third season is going into production today. Uh, I heard about that, yeah. The, which is great, yeah. It's, yeah, they, it's really they're good. actually so bringing it back. But what's interesting about this is like, very similar to Young Justice, the Teen Titans live in like their own place, but they live in a big ass building, a gigantic T in like of course the middle they of do. the water. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you know, if why would the villains ever attack the city when they could just attack the tower? 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was fun, but they deal with like some really sort of deep, deep, deep stuff um, hmm. with regards to people with powers that others don't understand. So it was interesting. Yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to check this one out. I mean, I really did like um, Justice League Dark that came out. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, a few that months one ago. I thought that was really cool. Than this, yeah. And I like the guy they got to voice um, Deathstroke in this. Uh, it's uh, I just looked it up. It's Miguel Ferrer, who yeah. just uh, passed away recently. Yeah, yeah. This is one of his final performances, so it's pretty cool that he's in this. Yeah, he's. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, Deathstroke. Yeah, it's a good performance. Uh, nice. And he gets yeah. some really fun lines to chew on. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to watch this. I mean, I've I've I own a bunch of the DC animated movies. Uh, some of them I'm not a big fan of. Uh, Mar- uh, Marcelo and I talked about how much we don't like the Killing Joke. No. Uh, yeah. I but but a few the of them I think where, are awesome. Uh, that's the one where Batman and Batgirl slept together, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's that's the one. I caught the beginning of that on. H- I caught up to that point on HBO, and I was just like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> yes, exactly. Turn it off. Ugh. Yeah, and turn it off. Yeah, I uh, I am not a uh, a watcher of a lot of those DC animated movies. But I don't know for what reason why I watched The Killing Joke. It was on HBO, and I was like, okay, why, <laughs> why not? not? It's like 79 minutes, and nope. Nope, 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 nope. A big old nope. Well, well, Terrence, at least you missed the musical number in Killing Joke, because if there's one thing that movie needed, it was a musical number. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, the less said about that, the better. Yeah. Ugh. Not good. But hey, you know... Uh, that's not good, but what about something good, Matt? Something really good. All right, yeah. Um, I revisited a, a Rogue One Star Wars story movie that they <laughs> steal Death Plan stars. That's the title. <laughs> death, yeah, Death Plan stars, because that was a fucking sentence that a human being just said on a podcast. Anyway, no, I uh, revisited uh, Rogue One on that new Blu-ray that came out, and this is a movie that, when it first came out, I loved it. And then over the past few months, I've soured on it a little, we're like, eh, maybe it wasn't that good. Eh, I'm gonna st- no, I don't like it anymore. Yeah, no, this is really good. I, <laughs> I, I love this thing. Uh, I, I stand corrected over my uh, few months of douchebaggery where I would knock this movie whenever I got the chance. Uh, I was a jerk. This movie is pretty fantastic, and uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Gareth Edwards. I think that guy's gonna be sticking around for quite some time. I'm glad that he, he got to make a Star Wars movie. Uh, especially when you watch the bonus features and you learn just how obsessed this guy was his entire life with the world and the universe of Star Wars. Uh, it was basically a dream come true for him to make this movie, and I'm glad he got to follow up uh, the awesome Godzilla with uh, Rogue One. Uh, I really like this thing. The action's great. Uh, I like a bunch of the characters. Uh, Donnie Yen is still the man. He's still the best part of this movie. Uh, yeah, I love... Rogue One. I think it's uh, really terrific. Yeah, I need a rewatch. Uh, I I did sour on it after my second watch of it. Um, this was only the second time I've seen it. I've only seen it once and only saw it once when it came out. Like I know when it first came out, like the first viewing, I was like, yes, like this is really is really good. Then the second time, I was like, 
Not so much. Um, uh, the issues I have, I mean, we talked about. I, I, at this point, this is like maybe the fourth time I talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about this. <laughs> we've we've talked about this before. I've been dragged for this before. It's fine. Uh, we don't need to go into me, it. Yeah, me, Rocky <laughs> talked about it, and then me, Rocky, and Pat Healy talked about it on Colorado Street. Yeah, rub it in. <laughs> rub it in that you had Pat Healy on your on the show. I mean, you but prick. I mean, but, but but Matt, you know, Pat Healy is not a fan of uh, the elements in which you were dragged for and continue to be dragged for. You're being dragged oh, for constantly right now. Um, I know it's great. I, I feel great. The uh, the Tarkin stuff. Uh, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, okay, I'll just say that's my problem. But every everything else besides that, besides that aspect of it I love I do I love that camaraderie with that crew uh, I love the, the the ending I love Ben Mendelsohn Matt Mickelson a lot of yeah, it Ben Mendelsohn is awesome yeah. that, uh, that's another takeaway I had on my rewatch uh, I love that man he's he's a he's a wonderful specimen <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> I love his costume with the cape I, oh my god it's the best I just want to I want one just to walk around and <laughs> Have it blow in the wind. <laughs> uh, Terrence, what, what are your thoughts on Rogue One? Where, where do you lie on the movie? And I guess we, just, we should just say uh, the, the the Tarkin thing, which is super divisive. Uh, yeah, I'm... So my relationship with Star Wars is interesting. Um, I'm not the... It, you know how, like, it's such a cultural touchstone for so many people. It's just yeah. not yeah. that for me. Okay. So when I heard that they were making... I liked episode seven and I liked the original trilogy and I've only seen one prequel. Cause Which one? <laughs> episode one. I just couldn't. Okay. <laughs> it almost, it literally ruined Star Wars for me until they beat me over the head with Oscar Isaac, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley in the well, I mean, come on. <laughs> um, yes, I'm here. I'm here for the OT three, uh, <laughs> of them. Um, but yeah, I, it just, it wasn't that for me. So when I heard about Rogue One, I was like, Oh, a whole movie based off of like, one thing one sentence in the first star wars yeah, movie like, yeah <laughs> why and i still am that way i thought it was a pretty good movie it's probably the best you know cash grab movie they could have thought of almost oh, definitely um i mean it had an energy it moved i'm glad that the ending was the way that it was yeah for a second there i was like, I knew they all had to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but then for a second in the movie, I was like, oh, they're not going to, they're going to find some way. And then at the end, I was like, oh, no, yeah, no, blow everybody up. That's how yeah. this should end. Um, and as far as the Tarkins, I didn't even notice it, to be honest. And maybe that's just because I'm not, you know, super into the Star Wars and, and the way yeah. that most people are. I didn't even remember Tarkin. I haven't seen the original trilogy in so long now, but it was like everybody was raving about this issue that they had, you know, with some CGI and I just completely, that completely over my head, um, and didn't hurt my enjoyment of it. I don't even know if it would hurt it on a rewatch, to be honest. Um, cause like the, the princess Leia thing at the end was very fun. Um, yeah, it's fun. But yeah. And also, also when I rewatched it, that scene hit a little closer to home yeah. uh, since she has passed away since then that was it was pretty rough seeing that it, it, I mean it made me happy but it, I was also like oh oh yeah yeah so that it's you know complicated feelings um, 
But yeah, I just I did not even notice the tar- <laughs> the Tarkin stuff. So like David Ehrlich was on Twitter just railing against it, and I was like, man, for the average person, yeah. And I might be in the average person when it comes to Star Wars. It, it like didn't even bother me. It's it's like fifty fifty at this point. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, well, like I'm the complete opposite. Like I, it's not like I was like going in. Uh, I, I, honestly, like when I, it, it was distracting to me. And again, we've gone through this, but yeah, I'm on the opposite side of where like I, uh, I just have a problem with how it turned out. I don't think it's good CGI, but Matt, you think it's amazing CGI. So it, I think it, I think it's terrific. And when you watch the the bonus features on the blue, they go into all the shit they did, like. It's next level tech that they're working with. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I'm the complete opposite. It, it looked wonky <laughs> to me. So, yeah, it's I guess it's the eye of the beholder. So, yeah. But other than that, hey, you know I like the movie. Go see Rogue One. <laughs> you don't need me telling you to go see Rogue One, listeners. <laughs> you probably already have seen it. And if you don't know that Carrie Fisher passed away, just ask that customer I had at work the other day. What did they have to say? Oh, my God. This guy comes up to me and the guy I'm working with. He's like, hey, you ever see Star Wars? And we're like, yeah. You know Princess Leia died? <laughs> and we look at him. We're like, yes. We we live in 2017. We we have, you know, internet. We know these things. He's like, oh, I didn't know anyone knew. <laughs> what are you? Didn't she die like two months ago? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. like in, in December. Right? Yeah. I'm like, Thank, thanks for the news bulletin, guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, now buy your season two of Full House and get out of my store, please. <laughs> Was it Bob Saget? Was that? Oh who- God! <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have kicked him out. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of being kicked out, uh, speaking of being kicked out, let me go grab a beer. I'll be right back. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. Fine. So I'm writing. I'm editing these episodes. So I'm writing. Hello, them. I'm back. Matt walks away at <laughs> minute forty-one. It's like when you guys, you and Rocky were talking about Get Out, and I, every time you said Get Out, I would just leave. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good bit. And you still have not seen Get Out, so. No, I haven't. Oh. I haven't. Ha- yeah, I know. I haven't had the time. I'm the wow. fucking worst. But you found time where you watched Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. I'm, I'm going to see it. Uh, at this point, I'm probably just going to wait for the Blu-ray next month. Oh, oh man, it, I feel like it's one of those movies that was meant to be in a theater. Yeah, meant to be watching a theater. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, Terrence. If I have if I have one day off next week, I'll, I'll go see it in the morning. Terrence, we had this discussion with him last week. Uh, <laughs> I keep getting yelled at. Our guests said, our guests and me said the same thing. Again, I'll say to you, Matt. Yes, if you have time, go see it in a theater. The theater experience I want to makes it that do not. You just said you were going to wait for Blu-ray, but if you can, go to theater, watch this. I'm going yeah. to try. Hopefully, I don't have work one day next week, so okay. I will. I will go then. Don't there worry. You go. Okay. Uh, speaking of worrying, uh, I'll be real late to that party. The the <laughs> speaking of worrying, the execs who uh, made. Ghost in the Shell were worrying because uh, of their box office. And hey, you're getting better at these segues. News of whitewashing. Which one of us saw Ghost in the Shell? Because I know, sure as hell, wasn't me. Uh, I saw it, Terrence. Okay. Let me, you... let me throw a disclaimer in there because I feel like you were getting ready to drag me. I no. saw it at a press screening. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, speaking... I was not going to see it otherwise. 
I, I want to hear your thoughts on it, and then there might be some possible dragging. You know, just just fair warning, uh, Terrence. So please, you have the floor. What do you I think about Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, I did not like it at all. Um, there was a moment that, for the first, very very similar to Beauty and the Beast in the, in this way for me. Like the first thirty to forty five minutes, I was like, "There's some problematic shit here," but like. The movie seems to be moving. It's interesting. The movie was about ideas at that point. And then at a certain point, the movie wanted Ghost in the Shell wanted to be about plot. <laughs> and it completely fell apart. Um, particularly, you know, the whitewashing controversy prior to the movie was something that was always in the back of my mind as I was watching it and still present during those 45 minutes when I thought the movie was decent. Um, but it was a movie sort of about, you know, her character is a human brain that's been put into a synthetic body, and she's like the creation of the scientist played by a wonderful Julia Binoche. And she's torn, like, Julia Binoche's character is like, this is the future of human evolution, but the company that's paying for the research is like, no, this is a weapon, you know, and so her being in the middle of that sort of battle I thought was really fascinating but then it was like oh Michael Pitt's character is the villain and oh we have to figure out whose brain is actually in her head and so it went from being this movie about like you know science versus military and and human versus not to like she's just the her brain is literally the brain of a young Japanese woman. Yeah. So I was like, not only did you lie to me for a year, you know, about changing the race of this character to, you know, make her universal, you have the nerve to have your plot center around a Japanese woman's brain being put into a white woman's body. <laughs> like, how, what? <laughs> that, and, and it just, it, 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 you know, Michael Pitt's character, Japanese man put into his body um, because of, of the plot machinations. And then it was like, the military guy was evil and yada, yada, yada. And five of the six main characters that we had were white people set in Neo-Japan with, it was just all of these elements that as the movie moved away from trying to be about ideas and being more about plot, that it just fell apart. And then never sought to address the issue like yeah it might have been an interesting thing to bring up in that story that like they put her brain in scarlett johansson's body to keep her the furthest away from i guess realizing her past right i could mm -hmm. it still would have been a mess but i could have understood that story-wise and plot-wise but they just sort of gloss over it um never really dealt with the race aspect of it um and yeah i i, I was not it really I, I was i saw it with joseph braverman um who writes for award circuit and i like looked at him when they revealed who the true brain was <laughs> and he decidedly did not look at me because he was already starting to laugh and i was just like what the hell are we watching <laughs> um so yeah I, I was not a fan uh like i tell you who was a fan uh, Matt Carrion, right? At least it was pretty. 
But see, and the and prettiness... It, and it didn't put me to sleep like the original did. The prettiness at the beginning worked, but then, like I said, as the movie got more about plot, and then it was like, oh, you know, these slow-mo shots have to last an extra five seconds. Like, yeah. just have the dude fall into the water. Like, what? We don't need him to be falling for... This is not Inception. Like, <laughs> put him in the water, please. Or the bringing out new machinery, like that spider crawl, and just... Yeah, I was not... Not, not, not a fan. Yeah, so th- this is what I'm talking about with potential dragging. I mean, I don't want to drag Matt Carrion because I had not seen the movie, <sighs> and I will probably not see it in theaters. Maybe if it's on HBO, but Matt is in the minority. He was. A- I'm such. I'm. I'm. I'm a terrible, terrible small amount of people. <laughs> the like one of like two people who I've seen like this movie. So, <laughs> um, you've explained yeah. yourself. Already, Matt. it may. <laughs> you think it's it pretty? It may. Uh, I can. I can see why people would like it. See, the reason I, I like it is because other than you who like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just. I'm just such a non-fan of the original. I never saw the original. So uh, it yeah. it it put us to sleep, pretty much when we tried watching it the a couple you, days before this one came you out. You and Carlo. You and Carlo. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of were looked at each other. We're like, "This is boring," because uh, the the original is like a few good action scenes and like your first time college professor spouting off his syllabus about philosophy. And this one had that, but it also it moved at a pace that was you know not molasses, and it looked nice. Yeah, I'll give it credit for being under two hours. That's and that I just was nice. And I think I like it more because I imagine it as a future sequel to Lucy, maybe. <laughs> it could easily be yeah. her, like, oh, yeah, she was she was a human once, and then she became a computer, but now she's a robot. Did you like and her performance in, in Ghost in the Shell? She was fine. I... I, like, I, I thought, I mean, I, was, I, I get it. She's playing a robot. Yeah. I thought Binoche and the chief, the police chief... Um, well, he is, guy. like, hands down, the best part. Uh, yeah. of this movie. And like, he has why? and he has the best line in the whole movie. Yes. When he's like, uh what does he say? He's like, Don't send a, a, a rabbit send to a kill ra- a rabbit to kill a, a fox. Kill a fox. Yeah. 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 That that that's the best line I've heard all year in a movie. And I just love that that guy refused to speak English no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that, I found that like fascinating <laughs> as it's it started to play into the the racial issues I had with the movie though, because I was like, Why is nobody else speaking Japanese? Yeah. Basically this guy's just like, you know what? You're lucky to have me in this movie, so I'm gonna do it my way. He's like, I gotta get back to the set of my movie that I'm directing. Leave me alone. Yeah, he was fun. Yeah, he was pretty cool. I liked his hair a lot. Mm-hmm. His hair was badass. So there we go. Hair is badass. Put that on the Blu-ray cover of Ghost in the Shell. Uh, that might be the only thing to get people to watch it. So. <laughs> my my box code is that guy has badass hair. Talk from uh, society. Yeah, I I said it before last week. I, I I yeah, I've only seen two people, Matt, you and uh, somebody else on Twitter, who really praised the movie, gave it a positive reaction. But otherwise, I'm good. I I don't need this in my <laughs> life. I'm good. I, I, there are much better movies you could be watching. I really yeah. felt bad today because I was going to go see Song to Song, uh, but. Oh, God. So, so oh, what's what's that reaction, Terrence? Is that good or bad? That's that's me. 
I literally told somebody at work the other day that I need Terrence Malick to go back into the hole <laughs> where he was. Oh no! Between Thin Red Line and <laughs> in the Tree of Life, because these movies, every every movie after Tree of Life has been awful. I am not entirely caught up. I love To the Wonder. I have not seen uh, what's what's Knight of Cups. I have not seen that yet. Um, but like the one thing that you know, I had the opportunity, and now it's gone forever. I'm not gonna be able to do this. I had the opportunity to see uh, Song to Song in Austin at the South Lamar Draft House, where I read that he filmed like a portion of it there. So I'll cool. see. I'll never see that. I'll never. I'll never have that experience because of you know bull crap I had today. But no, I mean, I, yeah, I guess this goes to I could have seen. I could see pretty much anything else rather than Ghost in the Shell. Uh, I still need to see Train Spotting too. Uh, hopefully, that's playing. I've this heard weekend. good things. Yeah, but hey, check your local listings for movies that assuredly might be better than Ghost in the Shell. Movies uh, now more than ever. <laughs> hey, speaking of movies, um, David Lynch made a few movies. Oh my goodness, I am knee deep in a David Lynch marathon, and uh, knee deep. I mean, you finally. What a time to be alive. You finally, Matt, you finished Twin Peaks. Uh, yeah. Um, it took me a week. I watched all 29 episodes. It took me a Sunday to a Sunday. I watched all 29 episodes. I watched the movie. I watched uh, the hour and a half uh, missing pieces uh, from the movie, uh, which is all the deleted scenes edited together to basically be a feature film. Uh, it tells its own story just through, like, side plots and everything. Um and all of his movies are starting to make sense now since I saw Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I'll say this: I rewatched the whole thing. I started like in January, I think, uh, and now it took me, you know, uh, this long to finish. Uh, but yeah, it's by the end of Twin Peaks, by the end of my rewatch, I was like, okay, this might be the best thing he's ever done. After seeing oh Twin Peaks, yeah, Twin Peaks. Um, yeah. the the two seasons, the movie, missing pieces. It's like this might be it. You know, I love Lost Highway. Lost Highway is my favorites of his. Uh, but as I still I, get pain flashbacks from Lost Highway, by the way. Are you ten feet away? Where are you, Matt? I dropped my pen. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I had to go under the couch to get the pen. But yeah, I I love Twin Peaks. Like, <laughs> but I was saying, I still get pain flashbacks from uh, Lost Highway. Uh. You, uh, from that part where the guy falls on the table? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's... I think I think about it all the time when I walk through my living room. I'm like, I'm going to fall. Do you have a glass forehead. table? No, it's, but it's like, it's got like a granite top. Oh, geez. It's kind of pointy. And I'm still afraid. It's kind of pointy, and I'm always afraid I'm going to like sever my face on, <laughs> on the fucking coffee table when I trip and fall. Like, I, I'll trip over the cartoon dog and just kill myself. That'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, don't do that. Um, not, at least not until ep- episode 100 of Hey, What You Watching? Okay. Okay. I'll try. That, that's how we'll end the show. I'll on the air. I'll <laughs> fall into the coffee table. Lost Highway style. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I Lost Highway is my favorite of Lynch's feature film wise. But you know, in in creating a universe and creating characters, like I think nothing tops Twin Peaks. It's like the most Lynchian thing ever. Um, yeah, I'm glad you finally saw it. Let me ask Terrence this. Uh, how much of a fan are you of David Lynch? 
this might never get me asked back on your show. <laughs> I don't really get it. In it being David Lynch. Um, okay, yeah. Like, I find Mulholland Drive to be the most admirable. Um, I can rewatch that movie more than the others sort of because of like the technical aspects of it and, and from like a filmmaker standpoint and being like oh this is how he accomplished this and this is how he was able to do this um I saw Inland Empire one time I tried to finish that and I couldn't and that's, then I watched the pilot. that movie's a trip <laughs> I watched the pilot for Twin Peaks which everybody says is like you know one of the greatest pilots ever and it took me three days to finish the two hours um I just he is just not he's just not for me <laughs> well sit back Terrence because like for the next what like five minutes Matt is going yeah. to <laughs> uh, Matt you, okay you yeah you just cut you just cut them up like regular chickens <laughs> they're new uh, Eraserhead. You rewatched Eraserhead, huh? Okay, Matt? yeah. Uh, what I've been doing is I did this about three or four years ago, where I I just went through all of Lynch's work, and I am halfway through right now. So I started um, now that the you know Eraserhead has come out on uh, Criterion. It features a whole bunch of short films. So I actually started with 1974's uh, The Amputee, which is a four minute short that he mm-hmm. made starring. Uh, Catherine Coulson, who played the log lady on uh, on Twin Peaks, and it's basically her writing an angry letter to one of her friends that like that really wronged her, like like almost like I think he, she's this her friend slept with someone that she knows, and it's all while you know she's a recent amputee and David Lynch is like cleaning out her wounds. It's really weird. Uh, it's really weird. You know, hey, the log lady lost her legs. And, you know, she got them replaced does, somehow. Does that not sound amazing, Terrence? I mean, from that script. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, not for me. <laughs> All right. And then I, I was watching a couple of other, other shorts. I watched uh, 1995's uh, Premonitions Following an Evil Deed, which it's, it's, it's one minute. It's a one-minute short following uh, a murder. And it's basically the, the it gets discovered and someone goes to tell the parents. And it, that's the one-minute and that's that's what it is, and it's it's actually really good. It's one of my favorite shorts that he's done. Uh, you can find these on the uh, Criterion for the Eraserhead movie, which is my favorite romantic comedy. I watched it uh, the other night. Uh, it's, it's it's just one of my favorite movies overall. It's just so still so bizarre and strange. Uh, it's one of those great movies. Uh, a friend of mine was mentioning uh, movies that take place in like an indeterminate time period. Uh, that's one of the reasons I like Eraserhead because you don't know what year it takes place in. It could take place back when it came out. It could be a future, you know, like a post-apocalyptic film. Uh, and it's just, it's super creepy. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see the picture of Carlo's face when he saw the Eraserhead baby for the first time. And it was pretty priceless. It was uh, pretty, pretty funny to see his reaction. He's like, what is this fucking movie you're watching? I'm like, uh, go in the other room. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, Eraserhead's a good time. 
if you can stomach it. And then I watched The Elephant Man, which uh, I hadn't seen this since high school or maybe middle school. I, I, but I do know that it was my first David Lynch when I was a kid because I was obsessed with Silence of the Lambs as a kid because, you know, healthy childhood. And then I uh, was like, I'm going to seek out all the stuff that Anthony Hopkins has done. So that led me to The Elephant Man starring Anthony Hopkins and John Hurt. Uh, it's about the uh, real-life uh, Joseph Merrick who had uh, uh, a deformity, and it's about the doctor who takes him in and, you know, tries to give him a better life and uh, basically tries to make him feel more human since, you know, his entire life he was not treated as such. He was in a sideshow and it all gets down with uh, with all the, those themes of, like, what it means to be a man and uh, can you be accepting of, uh, you know, people who are different from you. And you can really learn a lot from this. And God bless Mel Brooks for hiring David Lynch to produce this thing. And, um, yeah, uh, there's actually an interview on the disc where uh, they ask Lynch, what was it like working with Mel Brooks? And he's like, well, it's as close to heaven as you can imagine. So, yeah, Elephant Man is pretty good. I would recommend that one. And then I watched Dune. It's a mess. Uh, this, <laughs> this movie is such trash. Uh, but holy shit, do I love it. It's just, it's, it's, it's fun trash. It's, it's like, let's go hang out on giant worms in the desert for some reason with Sting. Yeah, that's Dune. And <laughs> I, I, I need to see Dune still. I can't believe I haven't seen it's, it. It's something else. And then I watched uh, Blue Velvet, which uh, is probably my second favorite Lynch after Mulholland Drive. Uh, Blue Velvet be is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, Blue Velvet is... It's terrific. Uh, Dennis Hopper is on an entirely other level in this. Um, I mentioned... Uh, my friend mentioned this the other day. Uh, Kyla McLaughlin is so pure in this movie, and so is Laura Dern. They're just these pure, like, suburban children that get sucked into this horrible world, this underworld of uh, Dennis Hopper. And I always forget the actor's name, but he was the guy from Quantum Leap. Anyone know him? Dean Stockwell. That's him. Yep, yep. Uh, okay. Yeah, the Quantum Leap guy. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, this is, this movie's great. I, I just I adore it. It's this great dissection of suburban suburban Americana, and Lynch uses it to his advantage, and it really really works. And then I watched what I guess would be his take on The Wizard of Oz. I watched uh, Wild at Heart from uh, 1990, uh, starring Nicolas Cage and Laura Dern. And this movie is batshit insane uh, from beginning to end. It starts with one of the most violent murders I've ever seen, and it continues for another two hours with Diane Ladd going batshit crazy, chewing up the scenery any chance she gets. Uh, before I saw this, I really only knew Diane Ladd as um, Chevy Chase's mother in Christmas Vacation. So to see her in this as the villain going insane, like covering herself in completely in like red lipstick and just like screaming and uh, attacking people, uh, it was it was a bit of a. Uh, I'd had to do one eighty. I had to uh, do a double take to figure out if it was the same woman uh, who had a little mole on her neck that she kept scratching and. Chevy Chase told her not to do that. So yeah, that's this has been my uh, David Lynch so far. It's been a wild week and a half, and I can't wait to finish the rest. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah. I need to breathe now. <laughs> Please breathe. That, that was a lot of talkings. <laughs> 
but yeah, I Matt, I'm so glad you watched Twin Peaks and fought. Yeah, was was that? Oh yeah, I watched time? Twin Peaks too. Yeah, was that the first time you watched all of uh, Twin Peaks, including Firewalk with Me? Firewalk with Yes, me? yeah, yes. I, I the Firewalk with Me was my final uh, like theatrical blind spot for David Lynch, and now I kind of feel sad that I've seen it all well, until next month. Until next month, the twenty first. <laughs> When we get an eighteen-hour movie, ooh, that's that's going to be exciting. I am. I don't think I'm. Ex- I that is the thing I'm most excited for this year. That and like Baby Driver, those two things. Yeah, you should. Um, you should. You should uh, get a flight to my area because I'm having a Twin Peaks party. It'll be fun. Ooh, nice. Let, let's do like a a a live stream sort of thing where I have a party here with just myself. <laughs> Sitting down. <laughs> There's like nobody I know. Like my my friend is gonna be working. He works nights. There's like gonna be nobody yeah. here. I don't. I know no real life Twin Peaks fans. I have a few. I have a. I have a coworker that's coming, and I think one of my customers is coming. You should invite uh, Terrence. Terrence, you should fly to where Matt is to have a Twin Peaks. Yeah, party. sure. <laughs> Ooh, I. There will be mm. cherry pie served. You you said you lived in New Jersey, so I don't I don't know about that. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Even though I have family in New Jersey, I tried to. We're not, not that be bad. There. Burn, burn. Near, Where uh, New York, or are you? I'm further? more like South Jersey. I'm like Tom's River. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I I I kicked uh, Jersey Shore cast members out of my restaurant once. It was awesome. <laughs> And now he's under a tax evasion. Uh, it's pretty great. Ah, the situation, you mean. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. got himself into yeah. a situation. <laughs> and uh, I kicked uh, then I kicked Sookie out of the restaurant once. It was wonderful. Uh, we need to have like a Jersey Shore special, Matt. We just dish. Um, she was a terrible customer, <laughs> and she tried to bring her dog into the restaurant. Ugh. And, th- and this like, was, and this like, was like, after the food show came here. out, right? This was when she had her like spinoff show. Oh, okay. And like this is when she was like went from like C list to D list. Oh, anyway, that's that's a nice place to end. Uh, David, I think with all that money, she could afford her own cigarettes because she always would bum them off of me. I'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> Wait, was Suki from Jersey Shore would bum cigarettes off of you? Yes, and I'm like, don't you have money? <laughs> oh, that's insane. Anyway, God. yeah, she's 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 Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> she's, Jersey. she's like bad Jersey. <laughs> And thus ends our David Lynch discussion. <laughs> Why don't we play a game before we uh, end the show? Okay. okay. This is... Terrence, are you ready for the pyramid? This is Hate Cast Pyramid. Ready. Okay, here are the rules. Uh, so Matt is going to get some names. Uh, five movies. Five titles. Movie titles, yeah. Movie titles. Uh, he's going to, be going to be giving you Terrence clues. And you have to guess what the movies are. Uh, Matt cannot say any proper names, actor, director names. He can, you know, describe the plots, you know. I can quote and leave a quote. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you have 60 seconds to hopefully get them all. So. Okay. Those are the rules. Uh, No pressure. Jesus. I'm ready. (laughs) Let's give it a shot. Feeling the pressure. No, no pressure. And I am going to be the one uh, who's going to be giving Matt the names. Matt. Okay. Are you sending these to me over, uh. Twitter DM or uh, Slack? It'll be Twitter DM. I think that's the okay. uh, that's the quickest. So okay, okay. is uh, it? I don't. Okay, I uh, maybe we okay, should. Fine, do- we'll stick with it. It's fine. <laughs> it, it's pretty fast because, like, as soon as I send it to you, it it's there and and 
Okay. And then you'll do the timer, and we'll be good to go. Uh, Okay, so, Terrence, are you ready? Because I'm about to send him. Okay, so as soon as I press send, Matt, it's going to be instantaneous, is what I'm saying. All right. Just tell me when to say start, and I will start giving hints. I'm going to count down, okay? Wait, are these in any particular... They could just be any movie title, right? Any movie title. Okay. I'm looking oh, at I'm looking at them now and yeah, they're varied, so Okay. okay. Oh boy. Okay. Uh actually, let me do this just so uh, I can let's see, make it less complicated. This see. is like Melissa Leo waiting to hear her name at the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> let me get the timer ready. Okay, here we go. In three two one. <clears throat> Okay, uh, these people are in a house, and some bad people break in and basically beat the shit out of them for two hours. Uh, last house on it, the left? It, no, it's a horror movie. Ah. Um, they wear weird-looking masks. Oh, The Purge. Wrong. Okay, uh, let, let's, let's keep going. There you go. Okay, um, this guy, he doesn't know who he is, but he's a super spy. Jason Bourne? Bourne. We'll go with, we'll go with that. Uh, okay, uh, Ultimatum? Yes. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay, uh, all these people are in are trapped in an apartment building. It's a remake of a Spanish film. It's found footage. Uh, wreck. Not wreck, but... Oh, uh, quarantine. Okay, okay, and then, uh, okay, this guy, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's in a car, he's going really fast, uh, in under a minute. Gone in 60 seconds? Okay, and this guy does, has no idea that his whole life is a reality show. The Truman Show. There we Boom. go. Boom. Okay, good. Five and 57 seconds. Okay, cool. It's not awesome. For the strangers, you could have been like, this is one of your favorite horror films of all time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I love The Strangers, yeah. I'm so... I need to, revi- I need to revisit that one. It's... The creepiness is in the fact that, as an audience member, you know, like, that they're in the house. Yeah. When the, uh, when the people actually in the movie don't know. Okay, I dig really that. Scary. Yeah. Awesome. So, are we gonna are we gonna do another round? Someone's gonna test me, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, who uh, who's gonna test you? Uh, put it. Uh, I'll close down the thing, and you can just put it in the chat box, and then uh, Terrence can test me. Yeah. How about that, Terrence? Okay. I, I, okay. Sure. Yeah. Check out uh, the because uh, I think I hold the record right now. You do. You're at. Let me look back. Uh, five and fifty-two seconds. Okay. Cool. Okay, so and what was I at? Like five and fifty-three? No, you were like five and fifty. Well, I'm officially it's five and fifty-six. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's yours. Uh, let me. Okay. Skype is minimized. I uh, I honor the honor system. Okay, so. But it's me giving you the clues. So this is this might be the. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. I am placing the clues in the chat box on Skype. And okay. as soon as I hit enter, I'm going to hit the timer. Okay. Okay, here we go. And I'm going to count it down. Here we go. Three, two... You need to add, like, theme music to this. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Um, somebody reliving the same day, and it's an action movie. Gr- oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. Um, ooh, the... the Oh, Jesus. <laughs> somebody snatched somebody's daughter and now they're out to get them. Taken? Yes. Um, 
three people end up he's on the roof <laughs> Santa Claus what no he's they, three people and they find their friend on the roof hangover um yeah this girl with dark black hair climbs out of a TV uh, the ring ugh one of the worst best picture winners um <laughs> Set in olden times <laughs> with a director that nobody likes. Oh. King, King Speech? No. No. And time. <sighs> that's time. Up. That's time. That's time. What was it? Yeah. Braveheart. Braveheart. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't know how to... I, I tried to square Braveheart from my mind. I didn't know how to say that without being like Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, I, have to, I like this game. We have to calculate it up, but yeah, you got four, Matt. So you didn't beat your score previously. No, I didn't. No, no. maybe it's next fine. time. Maybe next time. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so that was fun. I'm glad we ended on that. This is a good idea, having the game at the very end. So I like this. It was yeah, cool. Uh, Terrence, so much fun. I'm glad you came on. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming coming on. This was awesome. Yeah, and before we let you go, plugs. Where can the people listening find you online? You can find me at lenoirtour.net that's l-e-n-o-i-r a-u-t-e-u-r dot net um Lenoir Tour on twitter and instagram and tumblr <laughs> i also occasionally write for screen rant um so you can find me over there there you go uh, matt hey what about you as usual, you can find me on Twitter at the real Matt C, and you can find me on Letterboxd on the same name to see if I'm lying about what movies I've been watching. And you can find me over at TalkFilmSociety.com, where I am the managing editor, and I'm uh, curating some really great content for all y'all. Awesome. As for me, uh, TalkFilmSociety.com. Um, the many podcasts I do, including Soderbergh 2828, in which me and Mike Schindler look through all of uh, Steven Soderbergh's 28 feature films leading up to Logan Lucky. Uh, check that out. Oh, and of course, the Colorado Street episode with me and Rocky interviewing Pat Healy. Uh, yes. Yes. Make sure to listen to that. And thank you for listening, if you have listened to it. And if you're a new, su- and if you're a new subscriber to the show, or to the network, well, thank you. And thanks for listening to the show. So, there you go. Um, that's it. Again, Terrence, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, thanks for coming on. This was awesome. And Matt, it is time to end the show with our <gasps> signature catch. What was it? Nothing. I was say- I was I'm excited to do the catchphrase. Okay, I was worried that we ate- we forgot something. That's- no, that's- not at all. Okay, okay. And now it's <laughs> let me restart. <laughs> and now it's time to end the show with our signature catchphrase. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Thanks for listening, folks, and keep on watching. Oh yeah, that one. It's a bit. <laughs>